Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. So I grew up in Sicily, which is a conservative society from in a family of a traditional values. And I was when I was living in Sicily, I had a pretty good life. I had gotten I, my university degree. I was living, I was having an independent job. I was on my own. I was living on my own. I, my job allowed me a lot of perks. I was able to travel. I was living close to my family, but not too close, about an hour away in the so-called east coast of Sicily in Catania, and which is a very large city. I used to own a Vespa, and with this Vespa, I would travel. After the long day of work, I would go and spend time with my friends, going to the coastal villages to just eat pizza in a restaurant by the sea, or have a gelato, it depends. I really, I really had a very rich social life, and I was very happy, until, until love found me one day, and I moved to Oregon. <laughs> Oregon was not in my map. I had no idea where Oregon was, and so all my friends and family had no idea. And so people kept asking me over the years, not anymore, but they kept asking, but where are you going? Where is Oregon? And Oregon, I said, it was this state that was all the way on the other side, because the, our reference was always the East Coast, above California and below Canada. And everybody was happy with that. <laughs> I still remember when I came here that uh, I had this idea of what Portland was, this imaginary town uh, reminiscent of John Wayne's movies where women were probably wearing long skirts, washing their clothes at the river. I had heard it was on a valley. It was divided, the east and the, 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 west, side, the west side and um, the two sides of the city. So I thought, well, okay. So it was really a very foreign place to me. And this was in 1988. It was a very different world then. There was no internet. The most current newspapers and magazines I could get, they were two weeks old. Phone calls were very expensive. I had to get a phone plan and just try to see which, ones were, uh, which one was a good plan to call home. But that was what it was. I had to deal with that, to stay connected. And so it was then that um, I didn't make a plan, but what it started, I started to do was a, a pilgrimage home every year, uh, a pilgrimage back home, because every year I felt I would be happy here and doing my life and doing different things. And then as close as it got to the year, I, around 11 months, I would just feel this uh, uneasiness, this yearning, this desire to go back. It was almost like I would gasp for air. I needed to go back. I needed to go and walk on my land. I needed to go and see my people and see the color of the sky and see the sea and smell the scents and taste the food. I needed to do it because it was almost like I couldn't continue. And so this has happened on a regular basis for since then. I've gone back every year for 30, since, since 1988. And so 
I, when I look at that, I trace back my itinerary and every, of course, my going back was always different because times have gone different, have, have changed. And so, um, as technology became part of uh, our lives, I remember one time I went back and I, was, I would use my sister's laptop to be, to connect. I didn't have a computer to take with me, but I would use something that she loaned me and I would be at my mother's house, my mother, um, my mother's house, and I would use her computer. My mother's an elderly lady, and she lives in the city of Syracuse. She is in a modern apartment, but she lives in a black hole, basically. She doesn't have any internet, or she didn't have any internet then, and there was no way I would be there, but I would be completely isolated. And so at that time, with, the, with my sister's laptop, I would use a flash drive that would load on a plan, with a plan, and then I would be able to connect and then do whatever work that I needed to do. That was at the beginning. And then a, year later, a few years later, I would go back and take my MacBook Pro. And then another year, I would just take my tablet. And then I would take my Mac Air. And then I, took my, I would take my iPhone. So over the years, the way to the technology improved, and so it improved also my, also my tools, what I had with me in order to stay connected. And so it was during one of these times, about maybe in maybe about ten years ago, that I decided I really, I, while I was there with uh, my mother's apartment, I said I really need to get my mother connected because I had a very difficult time to stay connected with her because the time difference, when I would only talk to her and literally a year would go by and I would not see her. And so I said, well, this is so easy now. We have this, this uh, technology. Why can't I make it? Why can't I use it for her? So um, I, I remember that uh, I decided one day uh, to, uh, I would go every time. The tradition was I would go back and before I left, I would bring gifts when I arrived and I would bring, leave a gift before I left. And so one time I said, okay, I'm going to buy a computer, a laptop, and this is so easy. I'm just going to give it to her. And so I did. It was with my sister who still lives there. She helped me. I was like, okay, we need to get this, uh, this uh, going. I bought a computer. We wrapped them all up. It was the night before I left. We opened and my mother was there and she said, here, there's a gift for you. So she opened, we were all around her, her grandchildren too, and she saw this box. And then the box, she saw something really flat and, and metallic, and she looked at it, oh, una bistecchiera, oh, that's a steak maker. And like, of course, <laughs> everybody was laughing, no, 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 it's not a steak ma maker, no, 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 una bistecchiera, no, no, grandma, it's not a bistecchiera, it's a computer. A computer? What am I gonna do with a computer? Oh, my mother said, I said, no, mama, don't worry. Look, here's the flash drive, and here's how you're gonna do. You're gonna put it in, there's a little, a little drawing, you click, and then you will connect with me. I had to leave the next day, so I thought I would leave that with her and leave my sister in charge, and then I left. A year went by, I never heard from my mother <laughs> through the computer. And so I went back and, of course, my sister stayed there and she takes care of everything. She takes care of the daily needs. She takes care of doctor's appointments. She takes care of all the things that are important. Obviously, getting my mother hooked up with the technology wasn't that much of a priority for her, so that never really happened. So when I went back, I saw, where is the computer? It was at my, one of my um, nephews had, and that was the end of it. Okay. 
And so I let it go also because I realized that this is like not going to go anywhere. But as I... As the years went by and technology became a lot easier to handle and faster and more user-friendly, I decided this is such a shame. My mother's getting older and I'm here, I don't see her, I would see everybody else except her. And that, one, that was the one that I really wanted to see the most. And so I, um, in one of my last trips, I, said, oh, I decided about two years ago, I said, okay, the first thing I need to do, I need to get this house out of the hole. So I needed to get it wired with the Wi-Fi. And that was during Christmas time because that's when I go. I had to make sure that someone would come from the local telecom phone company and come during those two weeks because it was important and would get the Wi-Fi going. And it actually happened. And so at that time, I decided, okay, now I'm going to go out, buy a tablet for her, and then we're gonna, I'm going to show it to her. It was like a week that I had left after the person had wired up the, put the Wi-Fi. Well, this tablet that I was assured it would work, in reality, it did not work. The volume was very low. The font was very small. It was not working. My mother could not even deal. Even with me, with her, we realized it did not work. So it was so bad that I brought it back and even gave me the money back, which is unheard of in Italy when you buy a piece, an item of any kind, let alone technology, electronics. So again, my time was up. I had to leave. So I left the house wired, no computer, and came back. So we get to this, the past Christmas when I decided, okay, again, it was my yearly was coming up and I, had, I wanted to go back. I said, I'm on a mission. I'm going to go and just bring a tablet with me. So I went, bought a nice tablet. The Black Friday was a very good Samsung, very powerful. It worked great. I bought a nice cover with the colorful mandala cover so you could spot it from very far away. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought, and I actually surprised my mother. I did not tell her I was going. And so it was like middle of December, before Christmas. My sister go to the house, the apartment. I walk behind her. My mother sees. She doesn't speak for about five minutes. Lower her head, lowers her head. She doesn't speak five to ten minutes. I'm a little worried something is going to happen. But she gathered herself up, and then she was very thrilled. She was so, so surprised. And then I said, here I am. So she was very happy and said, look, what I brought, I brought a tablet. <laughs> and of course, my mother doesn't have anything to do with this. And she goes, what is, anyway, she didn't really say anything. And we left at this very mysterious thing so that lay there in the kitchen table for the entire time. So for my two, three weeks, what I would do, that I was there, in the morning, after breakfast, I would say, okay, vieni, vieni, mamma, siediti con me, guardiamo il computer, sit down with me, let's look at the computer. Oh, no, 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 devo andare al mercato, I must go to the market, no, 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 no. Okay, so in the afternoon, okay, vieni, vieni, let's sit with me, let's do, it. let's do some practice. No, 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 devo tagliare le melanzane, I must cut the eggplants. She's always cooking, going to the market, and one other day she had to wash her hair, there was always something, she's a busy lady, 85 year old, but really busy. Busy. So I said, okay, we managed to do maybe three sessions, three, four sessions, and that was very interesting. The item was very mysterious. She was a little bit almost afraid to touch it, afraid that she would break it. 
And then when I say, look, this is how you, where you need to touch, she would just press really hard. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to press, just touch slightly. And then she was, when we finished the first time, she looked at it, oh, look at that, it's all dirty, give me the glass cleaner so I can clean it. It was very endearing to be helping my mother, almost like mothering my mother through this process. It was very sweet to me to see how naive she was in front of this um, new thing, mysterious things to her. And so I did what I could. And then, of course, my time was up and I had to leave. And, uh, and when I left, I flew out of Sicily, went to Amsterdam, and I was there at night checking in my hotel room for the flight the next day to Amsterdam to Portland. And as I'm going back to bed, setting up to go to bed, I hear a ring on my phone. I'm like, who's calling me now? I take my iPhone and it's my mother's name. And I look, I say, Mama. And she looks at me and she goes, Vedi, ce l'ho fatta. See, I, I did it, I made it. I, at that time, at that moment, I felt, um, I was moved. At that moment, it was, it was very emotional for me. I was moved for many reasons. The first thing I thought was about all the people that had left, all my ancestors, all the people be before me that, had, that would leave and never come back or never see their family again, and what that must have felt for them. I felt how how privileged I was that I had this benefit, that I had this, I had this opportunity to actually be able to be close to her this way. And then, as I thought a little bit more, I thought about another layer that was behind this obsession I had developed about getting my mother connected. It wasn't just about making Skype calls for her. It wasn't just about connecting over technology. It was about something else. It was about maybe just connecting with her for the time that I had gone away, for the distance I had put between us, for, the, for my lack of presence there for her, right? because I, couldn't, I cannot be there. I cannot take care of her. And I realized that this was just a, a little symbol of wanting to let her know that I wanted to be with her. And it, it made me happy. And I, I know it made, it made her happy too. <laughs>